I remember I was I was waiting for the start. We we took a shuttle because it was like a point A to point B race. And uh, he said, uh, who's going to run their first ultra distance here? So I raised my hand. I was pretty uh, pumped and I, I was happy. And he said, you're just about to commit your the biggest mistake of your life. <laughs> said, Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners. And they're off. Hey, what's going on? Well, the Monarch Ultra Virtual launched uh, yesterday. And oh, that's right. We already have nine people signed up. One from California. One from California. <laughs> yeah, who's going to join us virtually. So you can run, hike, walk, bike. And we actually set it up that when you sign up, you choose what um, discipline you'd like to do because you can post results. So if you're curious to see how your time uh, compares to other people, which is totally mandatory. Some people like to upload results. That's why we split it out. You're going to get a beautiful two-sided medal, butterfly on the front, and the life cycle of a monarch on the back. It's currently being designed. Cool. You get a bib with the migration map. And speaking of the map, one cool thing we're going to do is we're going to have... Once you upload results, we upload them to a map that's going to move a butterfly icon from uh, the Sierra Madres in Mexico, where the butterflies winter. And it's going to move 4,300 kilometers, 10K at a time, Mm. all the way to Peterborough. Mm. Wow. That's cool. And (laughs) you're going to also receive a custom neck gaiter that can um, double as a face covering. And it has a really cool pattern on it. Check it out, gotterunracing.com. And a large portion of the proceeds will benefit Camp Kawartha in Peterborough, which is a um, camp for kids. And they have a lot of programs for conservation. So they're teaching the next generation what this is all about and why we need to protect it. So it's fantastic. Cool. And that is all live. It's live. And also the... Canadian National Parks, you featured another... Yes, so we've moved on. We're moving eastward. We're now in Manitoba at uh, Riding Mountain National Park. I heard that's really nice there. Yeah, it looks beautiful. (laughs) Every time, like, because we're sending out emails to our participants about the parks, every time I do the research, I'm like, okay, that's added to the Mm. list. So we want to go to all 13. Yes. And what we want to do there is record a video of us running in the park that we can create a workout to upload to YouTube. Cool. Eventually, we will do that. Right, Norm? Damn right. All right. <laughs> and on today's podcast, we have another gentleman from Quebec. From Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> so many runners from Quebec. Well, there's a lot of talent out there. Yeah, it's not going to get there. Must be the poutine the maple syrup. <laughs> Must be something in there. Yeah. Vincent Gauthier. Mm. is his name and he tried to get into western states for six years i think six years yeah. <laughs> a long time and it was a rocky road so we're going to definitely talk to him about that right hmm. coming up vincent gautier welcome to the show <laughs> thank you welcome thank you very much podcast <laughs> how about some time for some french norman oh ben way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good. Very good. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the second French-Canadian after Elia to uh, come to the show, I guess. Actually, third, Fanny <laughs> Barrett. Fanny Barrett. 
Yeah, from, yeah, Fanny. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She she lives in uh, Calgary, but yeah, she yeah she's she's from Quebec. Yeah, that's right. Did she introduced you to us actually? Yeah, she did. So so you know her then? Yeah, I know her from uh, like from being picked uh, at Western States, and also because she ran uh, Bromont. Oh, okay, right. I was trying to find you on the uh, on the net, but. Your name was spelled differently from the article to what you put as yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's for uh, privacy on Facebook. <laughs> Got it. Well, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Did you grab a drink, Vince? Yeah, yeah, I have a beer from uh, Microbrasserie Le Castor, which is a local brewery here. So, uh, like a session IPA. Oh, so very cheers. nice. Right. Cheers. I have a uh, Creamer. From just up the road from us. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I got this is straight vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good glass. <laughs> so I guess we'll start at the beginning. Tell us how you got into running. <laughs> Do you want to start with the good, the bad, or the ugly? I can start with the good. Okay. <laughs> or, or I can go from I, I can go from the beginning. Um I started running uh, when I was in uh, CJEP, I call it, because here in Quebec, we have like two years uh, prior to university. So uh, uh, back then I was doing triathlon. Oh. And uh, it's funny because running wasn't my, uh, like my, my specialty or my favorite uh, sport between the three sports. I, I enjoyed more uh, swimming and biking. Oh, wow. So uh, I, I did triathlon for eight years, uh, beginning from the sprint distance, going to the Ironman in 2010. I, I did the uh, Cozumel Ironman in Mexico. Nice. It was a be- beautiful race, uh, good experience. And um, after that, I, I wanted to uh, just go into running. And uh, I, as many runners, I read um, Born to Run. Of course. <laughs> what got me into uh, ultra running. Uh, I'm not original here, but uh, that's the true story. So um, in 2012, I did my first uh, ultra distance. Um, it's called the Ultimate uh, XC. It's uh, in uh, Saint-Donat, Quebec, so in the Laurentians. Um, and uh, the, the, it's it's a really tough course. It's uh, Well, they, they, they said it was 50K, but it was more like 60. And uh we were doing like 3k in a swamp, but there was just a there was a nice trail just beside the swamp. But it, it was meant to be that we we went into the swamp, and the, the race director his name is Dan De Rosier. The guy is like a military guy. Oh, um, he, he used to, uh, and but the race doesn't exist anymore. Well, it still exists, but it, it's not the same race director. And um, I remember I was I was waiting for the start. We we took a shuttle because it was like a point a to point b race and uh, he said uh, who's going to run their first ultra distance here so i raised my hand and i was pretty uh, pumped and i was happy and he said you're just about to commit your the biggest mistake of your life <laughs> and, he said, and then he said go so we went um i found it pretty hard um, and then later in the season, uh, I did uh, my first uh, 50 miles, which was the, the Vermont 50, uh, with the goal of uh, doing a sub 12 hours to qualify in order to do the Vermont uh, 100. Right. So, uh, okay. Yeah, I had a good good race. I did, uh, I think, nine hours, 45. So it was a really good, uh, good time. I qualified for the Vermont 100, uh, which I did the first time in 2013. Mm-hmm. 
I was I was like a sub 24 until uh, like 150k, and then uh, my legs were completely trashed. So I <laughs> I ended up finishing in uh, 2508. Um, I was happy to finish, but I was a bit bit disappointed because uh, I was really aiming for the that sub 24 and the, for the buckle because back then they were giving the buckle only to uh, sub 24 mm. uh, finishers. Right. Um, so that was my, uh, my my first experience as a 100 miler. The race that you were mentioning, your first ultra, that was a 50K? Yeah. And that didn't scare you off, obviously, even though it was pretty uh, intense. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to, uh, because I, I experienced uh, like, uh, like 12 hours in my Ironman. So I wanted okay. to see like... Uh, Beside 12, 12 hours, I wanted to see uh, what it looks like to go like uh, all night running. Right. And uh, yeah. That's interesting that you bring that up because we've talked to a few uh, ultra runners who were triathletes first. Mm. And we always want to know, so what's the hardest? <laughs> Ironman or 100 mile or 100K? <laughs> uh, definitely 100 mile because you... Um, in Ironman, you don't have sleep deprivation, and you, uh, you, you know, you switch things up. You, uh, I mean, swimming was pretty easy for me, so I, like, I was pretty relaxed coming uh, into a first tran- transition, uh, going into bike. But it was, it was a complete uh, flat bike course because it, it's on an island, because you know, mm-hmm. so you do like three loops of um, three loops of sixty k uh, to, to make hundred eighty k. Um, but it was really, really windy, so it, it wasn't easy. And if you have mm-hmm. a, like an easy course, then you, go, you, can, uh, you can take it easy on the downhill. So, but when it's a flat course, you have to pedal your way uh, all, the, all the way. Right. Uh, and the mar- marathon was pretty good. I ended up doing, uh, I was aiming for 12 hours, which, which I did. But I mean, the ultra distance, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty much the same muscles and uh, you have steep deprivation and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's another challenge. Now that you've kind of transitioned into running and doing those longer distances, are you curious to see how you would do in an Ironman again? Because now you're a runner and you weren't necessarily a runner back then. I don't plan to do to to go back to triathlon or Ironman. I really enjoy ultra running. I might want to do some uh, like other adventures and try uh, like fast packing. Uh, so I got myself some equipment. Uh, just uh, not in a, like in a plan an environment like a, like a race. Uh, so I have a, a few projects of fast packing, but uh, no. I, I don't want to go back necessarily to triathlon because I, I just enjoy running uh, in the trails. Interesting. Was the Vermont 100, the reason why you did that one first was specifically to get a ticket to Western? Not, not the first time. I, I knew Western States, uh, like I knew the race uh, Western States. Uh, so I didn't put my name into the, the hat uh, the, the, the first time in 2013. I mean, it was just, uh, I wanted to see first uh, how would I re- react uh, to running a uh, hundred mile, uh, which was, which was a good effort 2508. Uh, now that I think about it, I'm proud of my time, but uh, like uh, after the race, I was, uh, I was a bit disappointed. Mm. Um, so I started putting my name into the hat for Western States in 2014. 
2014, I did two, uh, two ra- 200 miles. Uh, I did the uh, Eastern States in Pennsylvania in uh, August. At that, that time, it wasn't a qualifier. It was the first edition. So mm. uh, it was a pretty brutal course. Uh, <laughs> it was hard. It was pouring rain during the night. Uh, I almost stopped because of hypothermia. But um, mm. I remember that, that guy at the aid station, he said, uh, go, go on or go on. <laughs> so I said, go on it was it was it was just uh, enough uh, for me to uh to get on my feet and uh, to, to keep going it was a, it was a good race and two months after that i did oil creek also in pennsylvania uh, which is a really really nice race too it's uh, like three loops of 50k and you have an extra loop of uh, 10k so it's during the fall uh mid-october i would say and uh so that's the the, the first time uh, I had a qualify. Well, I, I uh, yeah I put my name in, in that. And the funny thing about Oak Creek is uh, when you finish, you're at like in high school, so you can take a warm shower. Mm. So I took a warm shower and I saw another runner and I said, "Hey, congrats, man! You good job." So no, I, I still have the the, the the 10k loop left. I just uh, <laughs> I just came into the sh- near the shower just to warm myself. I said, oh okay, keep going. <laughs> Isn't that the worst thing? Is when you are coming into the shoot and then you have to be spat back out again <laughs> when you know that other runners are finishing yes. and you're getting spat back out. <laughs> that is an yeah. absolute torture. It sure is. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. And that was the Oil Oil Creek? That's the one you said? Yeah, Oil Creek, yeah. And that's three loops. I never even heard of that race, but I heard that Eastern States is a lot harder than Western States. Yeah, I've heard that too. That, Eastern so- States is, is pretty, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's way over uh, 20,000 feet, mm-hmm. uh, like 6,000 uh, 6, meters of uh, elevation gain. It's very, very technical, uh, long climbs. Um, I remember that year, the first edition, like the, the DNF rate was like 55%. It was crazy. Wow. And it wasn't a hot year because the, the, the following editions, they had some pretty uh, warm temperatures. Uh, so we were lucky enough to have like good temperatures, but um, it, it's a tough course, but it's a, it's a beautiful course. And it's, it's one loop, so you, you get to see... Wow. Uh, Wow. What, yeah. what, what month is that in? What month? It's in uh, August, like in mid-August. August. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So you, you're 25 hours. You should be very happy with that, considering that there was such a well, high DNF. My 25 hours uh, was at uh, Oil Creek. And uh, at uh, Eastern Six, I did 30 hours, which okay. is still very good because the, the cutoff is 36 hours. Mm. So I was really, I was, I was just, I did just a little over uh, 30 hours and I, I was really happy about it. It's a, a good performance. And um, there's another runner in Quebec uh, who did the Eastern States the following year. And he, uh, he, he's way faster than me. And it, it was a warm year. And he did uh, 26 seconds faster than me on, <laughs> on the same course. Wow. So, uh, that, that's, a, that's a funny fact because he, even though he was, uh, he, he would try, it wouldn't happen, you know? Are so, you allowed uh, to have yeah. a pacer at Eastern States? Yeah, I had a pacer during the night and it was uh, a guy that I didn't know before. So I, there was a the Facebook group which, uh, to connect uh, runners to pacers. A uh, really nice guy uh, who live 
in Pennsylvania. So uh, I got to meet him uh, during the night and uh, he, he was waiting for me at the finish. So it was, uh, it was really nice to see him again mm. after the race. So, yeah. Very good. Mm. Very good. That's, that's good. But that's also could be risky having to run with somebody you don't know. That's mm-hmm. when you really find out who, who you made of, you know, the best way to find out about someone is to run with them through the night. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And also another funny fact about the Eastern States, I was, uh, I was like at mile 90 and there, there was a runner with his pacer and the, like the 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 runner said to to his pacer that he he fired him because <laughs> the pacer was was like you, you don't run fast enough you so I was like oh that's uh that's entertaining there <laughs> so I, I talked with the runner and like, what happened I, so I just fired him so the the pacer just went faster and he, uh, they they both finished the finished the race separately so. <laughs> That's it was hilarious. pretty entertaining when you're at the miles ni- mile ninety and you are you have lack of sleep, so it's a, it was a good show. Well, you yeah. know, everyone has their very specific yeah. requirements for being how they want to be paced. For example, Norman here <laughs> wants his pacer to run behind him, whereas I want my pacer to run in front of me, and he. Yeah, it, it can be a fight sometimes. <laughs> I guess she, she paced me a one at uh, Havelina. Yeah. And I said, what are you doing in front of me? Get back. Whose race is this? <laughs> well, what do you need a pacer for if I'm running behind you? Shouldn't I be leading to help you? I, I need you to push me up the hills with my physically push me. <laughs> That's illegal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. So, so you, from you, there. Yeah, you had. So now you had. Two tickets into the Western states, right? You had Eastern and well, no. Well, the the Oil Creek was uh, Eastern wasn't a qualifier oh, at the right. time, so Oil Creek was my first ticket. And then the following year, uh, I went back to Vermont because I had kind of uh, unfinished business mm-hmm. with the, the sub twenty four. So um, I had more experience. Uh, I got more uh, serious into training and. Um, at, at the exact minute, I got uh, three hours on my time of uh, 2013. Wow. So I did 22.08, which is still my fastest time. Amazing. It was like kind of a perfect race for me. Uh, I went like 10 hours for the first 50 miles and tw- 12 hours for the, the second uh, 50 miles, which is harder than the first 50. So, uh, But Vermont, it's not like technical trail. It's more like rolling hills, but you don't have any flat section. It's, it either go, goes up or down. Mm. Um, and I had a really, really good race there. So um, I was awesome. happy. So the, yeah. Do you, do you, so well, I, I put my, your first Eastern was 30 hours? Is yes. that right? And then you're no Vermont. He's oh sorry. Vermont. Oh Vermont. His sorry. first Vermont was twenty five. Okay, got it. And his second Vermont was twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I yeah. thought you. I thought you took eight hours off or something. <laughs> going whoa, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Well, three hours at the, at the same exact minute. Uh, it was good. Yeah, the that's exact great. Same course. Yeah, I, I was happy about it. So um, Vermont is, is pretty close. I, I live in uh, Saint-Jacques, Quebec, so it's like uh, it's about like four four hours drive from mm-hmm. here. So it would like as as a race, it's it's easier. You don't have to take a flight or. Um, yeah. Do you have elevation where you live, Vincent? No, it's it's pretty much flat. Mm. Um, we have some. I have some trails at, at about half an hour from home with 
a little bit of elevation, nothing crazy. If I want to do like some good elevation, I have to drive, uh, I would say 90 minutes from okay. home, go uh, maybe to Bromont, which is uh, where, where the race uh, Bromont Ultra is. Uh, it's a good uh, good place to train. Right. Or also in the Laurentians, there, uh, there's a, there are some good trails uh, there too. Okay. So that's two years now. So third year you went to Nevada. Is that correct? Yeah, Tower Room Trail, a beautiful course, a hard course. It's uh yeah, it's so I it was the first time I was like taking a flight to do um mm. like hundred mile race. So um and I, I did a little vacation uh with my girlfriend before the, the race. So we went to San Francisco, we went to um Napa Valley, mm. um and then uh Going to Nevada, we we, we uh, went around uh, Lake Tao. So I went to see. Uh, I said I saw a sign over, and I said, "Wait, let, let's go around." So <laughs> I, I went to see the the, the track. Oh yeah, Placer High School. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't run on it, so uh, just to uh, to keep me uh, with good luck. And I, I went to uh, Square Valley also to see the like the the beginning of the race. So um, yeah. So you're already visualizing what it was going to be like to get in. <laughs> yes. Is yeah. it is this what's happening and, uh, now after your after this this becoming your third ticket race? Are you now trying to now strictly focus on western states? Is this is this the transition well, that's happening here? Yeah, well yeah, after two years you want to to get your shot at western states so you uh, when I was planning every season I was also I was looking to uh, to have at least one qualifier race and uh, I was building my season uh, like accordingly with the qualifying race mm. um so uh yeah tower and trail was it was pretty hard because you're a little bit in the altitude uh, you go like uh, between uh, 2000 and 3000 meters mm. uh yeah you have uh, it's a really beautiful course with the view uh, with Lake Tao uh, but it's it's a hard course. You do two loops of fifty miles, and then you go back again. Mm. And you have like at um, at fifty k, you have uh, that steep hill. Uh, with, it's a it's a ski hill that you climb, but it's a uh, it's like sandy. So you uh, yeah. you do one step forward, you do two step backward. <laughs> so uh, it, it was pretty hard. And the first time we climbed, it was like at the mid- middle of the day, it was thirty five degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really, really warm. And during the night, it was pretty cold. So you have to manage uh, like uh, different temperatures. Uh, but um, it was it, it's, it, it was one of my favorite races uh, so far. Right. It was really well organized and uh, I really enjoyed it. I did uh, like a little more than 31 hours. Mm-hmm. You pick some hard races for uh, yeah. for Western states. You're really going after some serious ones here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know it was that hard before doing it, but uh, you know, uh, you sign up. Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> so then, in 2017, you went to Zion. Yeah, with uh, yeah. Oh, not nice. I, I should I should have put my uh, Zion shirt too. We were there uh, yeah. that year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that. I uh, I listened to the Fanny's podcast and uh, I heard about it. So yeah, I did the Zion that year. Um, I, I wanted to experience uh, because here in like um, 
in the eastern part of uh, North America, we only have like green tunnel races in the forest. So I wanted to experience kind of more, more of a like a desert race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went with a few uh, runners friends. Uh, so we went to Vegas, but uh, we were uh, really like uh, really calm. We didn't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so uh, Zion was a pretty good race. It was tough. I mean, the, the surface is is is, is pretty tough. Uh, yeah, especially on top of the mezas. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's such a hard course. I hated that part. Oh, yeah. it was worth the view. Like the climb to the mesas was st- spectacular. <laughs> but when you're on the mesa, it's like, when is this over? I think it was a half marathon up there. Literally, it was so long. You know what I found interesting, interesting about the mesa was that you know where you want to go. I want to go over there but you have to go here to there, to there, to there, to get there. You can't just beeline it. Yeah. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a like and follow our social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find all that at gotterunracing.com. Did you know the monarch butterfly is the ultra runner of the insect world? Covering over 4,000 kilometers every year during their migration from Mexico to Canada. Is that what they mean when they say the butterfly effect? That was a weird movie. We've launched the Monarch Ultra Virtual 10K. You can run, walk, hike, bike, or flap your wings virtually anytime, any place. You'll receive a beautiful two-sided medal featuring a stunning monarch, as well as a custom neck gaiter, all while supporting Camp Kawartha in Peterborough. Our goal is to have 430 participants across North America, each completing 10K, representing the collective distance of the monarch's migration. Sprint to GottaRunRacing.com for more details. Now, back to the show. That was the what really frustrated me about the Mesas. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good race, but um, I mean, at the end with the, the desert loops, uh, yes, wasn't my my favorite part. And you always come back to that one aid station, and uh, I, I was seeing some of my friends, but they were like one or two loops ahead of me. I was like, damn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but we had some good temperature. I mean, it wasn't that hot, and during the night, we it was very comfortable. Um, so I ended up doing a little more than thirty hours. And I was like, really, when you, you look at the results, I was like the, the, the person in the, like a, when you yeah. say I'm a mid-packer, I was like the, 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 the one person in the, the complete middle of the race, like <laughs> if you divide by two. So, um, what is, how hard was the training during winter Quebec? Oh, because Zion was in April. How hard was the training to get to Zion? Yes. Yeah. Well, in Quebec in winter, I, I still we still run. Sometimes we have some really uh, cold temperature, but um, we can still run into trails when it's uh, it's all packed with snow. Uh, right now we are experiencing early summer. It's like 25 degrees here uh, today, so uh, like very uh, very warm temperature. Um, but yeah, when when you do like early races like that, then you have to increase your volume. Sometimes it can be an issue because. Um, you know, you have, uh, like it's different surface running in the snow and, uh, also the cold temperature. But, um, I remember Zion wasn't like, it was probably like 15 to 20 during the day and like 10 or 12 during the night. So it wasn't like really, really warm. 
So uh, like speaking of like heat adaptation, it wasn't a major issue uh, at that right. race. Yeah, I just, I just found that I just was not ready. I was not trained because I was, we're just training through hard winter. The other thing though, was because we tackled such a long distance in April, I felt like I was ready to keep going mm. for another bigger race in the fall. Like I felt more prepared yeah. that way, but it was hard to get through the winter to. That's true. Yeah. I don't think any of us felt like we were ready to race that, mm. that year, but. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Beautiful place. I would love to go back to Utah though. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could uh, visit the, the Zion uh, National Park because the, the race was just outside. Yeah. And I didn't have enough time to go uh, explore the, the park, but maybe in another time. Yeah. You should check out Bryce Canyon as well. They do another yeah. race. Same company does a race there and it's uh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's uh, it's. It's on my uh, to-do list. I, it's 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 a pretty big to-do list, but some, <laughs> maybe sometimes I I would do it. Yeah. Very good. So then, from Zion in 2017, you went to Washington, so the other side of the country again for Orcas Island hundred mile. Yeah, that's uh, that that was a beautiful race. Really, um, it, it's probably my, my favorite race uh, so far because you have that sense of community such a like a good sense of community in that race uh, because you you um i flew to uh, seattle then um you have to drive like 90 minutes to get to um anacortes to take a like a ferry to go to uh, because you, mm. the race is on an island and it's just uh, it's just south of like the, the vancouver island so um and also it was during winter i think it was during uh, like february yeah wow. yeah um I took the, the I took the ferry from from uh, Anacortes to Arcas Island, which is not like a big island, uh, and uh, I was I was by myself, so I didn't I, I didn't know any runner there. But uh, wow. when I came and I saw the other runners, I, I felt like I, I knew them, <laughs> like uh, I, I knew them uh, before. So uh, it was such a cool feeling to have um, that that sense of community and. Mm. Um, and doing for a loop, it's it's a pretty hard course, and I, I, we were lucky enough to have like a really dry year without any snow. So we have like some really really good condition and not much mud. Um, so you start the loop climbing uh, Mount Constitution by the road. So um, it's like it's almost it's a little shy of eight thousand meters of elevation gain. Wow! Or so, wow. so it's uh, yeah. Why? Again, why do you choose? <laughs> Why, Another why, tough one. Why do you punish yourself? Well, well th this one wasn't a qualifier. It's um, oh, I was doing no, no, no. I was I was just doing it because uh, I read some uh, good comments about it. Ah. I read some uh, like some race uh, some race reports and um, and I, I, I also I got some uh, cheap uh, <laughs> cheap flight tickets so that <laughs> uh, that helped. But uh, yeah, um, the the. the so the race you do four loops of forty k, and you always you always uh, come back to that same like uh, cottage. So yeah, you see the same volunteers. So you and they, they cheer you on. They take care of you. So mm. it was a. Uh, but you have that brutal. Not the first time, but yeah, you have a few times. But you have that brutal climb that it's called the, the power line. It's mm. a really 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 steep climb that goes like uh, forever. And you do it four times. So the first time you're you're like, okay, 
I can do it again. <laughs> and um, the second and the third time uh, we were, I was doing it in the, in the darkness because you, um, you you have like almost 14 or 15 hours of darkness. So that, 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 that was uh, pretty tough too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, it, it's the race that uh, took me the, the longest, I think uh, 32 hours, 20 minutes. Wow. So we started on the Friday, like at uh, 8 or 8.30, and I finished like uh, late afternoon on Saturday. So that, that was a good one. And they do an award uh, celebration uh, the day after the race. And uh, the race director, um, he wrote a little something about every runner. So just so we uh, like a little uh, anecdote right. about every runner. So that uh, that was really uh, cool uh, also at the top of the Mount Constitution, if you, you have the tower, mm-hmm. if you it's it's like a it's like a bonus if you climb the tower each time and you punch your bib, and they, like they do a, a X on your bib so you know where to punch so you cannot cheat. Right. And they give you the a T-shirt and you're in the tower club. So that's nice. a bonus. And that, that that that's the T-shirt I have right now. Like okay. The, oh, that's the so awesome. Yeah. That sounds really but fun. Most of the runner. Most of the runner, probably beside the, the the first runners who want to win the win the race, will do the Tower Cup because it's a uh, what you wouldn't do for a T-shirt, eh? <laughs> exactly. Well, let's backtrack a second then, because we uh, we printed out some of your results from Ultra Sign Up. So, what was your actual qualifier for 2018? 2018. Um, well, I, I had uh, Massa Newton, but uh, unfortunately, I, I did not finish the race. And uh, I, I planned a, a second qualifier after Massanutan uh, here in Quebec, uh, which is called Aricana. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, I was uh, unlucky to have uh, a DNF there too. So, uh, but I was lucky enough to take my one year by in 2018. Oh, clever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I'm. I'm and I, I think uh, they changed a bit the lottery that they, yeah. they don't have the one year buy anymore right now. So uh, I'm really lucky to have the one year <laughs> buy unless uh, I would have started from, uh, from all the over again. Yeah. All so over with, again. With this many tickets in uh, Western, are you thinking, you know, leading up to December 2018, this is my year. This is my year. I took the one year buy, so I can't, I wasn't oh, right. able to put my name in the, in the ad that year, 2018. So, uh, I had to plan uh, plan another qualifier the following year. Right. So the following year, my, my plan was to go back to my San Newton. Unfortunately, I had uh, another DNF. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I have, I have like quite a few DNF, but that's part <laughs> of my story. And uh, that's, that, that, that made, made me the runner who I am today. For sure. Uh, I learned a lot from those uh, experiences. But I, I planned uh, because I already took my one year by. So I was clever enough to plan a second qualifier that year in 2019, which was the Twisted Branch 100K in the, the state of New York. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was like in, uh, it was like at the end of August or beginning of September, I think, or uh, mid August. Um, so it's a, it's a 100K uh, point A to point B. Uh, mm. And when, when they say twisted branch, like all the trails, all, <laughs> it's all twisted. So you, you go like forever, but it was a beautiful course. It was a well-organized race. So I finished that race. So I have my, uh, had my five, like uh, my uh, fifth year of uh, being in the lottery. And um, 
I, I threw a, a big lottery party at my house in 2019 uh, in December, like before the, the pandemic. Yes. Um, so I had the, like we were like 10 or 15 runners at the, where you know we were drinking beer and uh, having a good time. We did a little run before the the lottery, and I wasn't paying more. Uh, I was paying. I wasn't paying much attention to the TV when. Um, Kathleen, a runner friend of mine, said, uh, "Vincent, you, you just uh, you have been picked." So I was uh, <laughs> I was really 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 happy. I was yelling. Uh, <laughs> and we did some uh, fireball shots after that. Nice. Yeah, just to <laughs> celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a, a good time. Um, I was really happy. And um, another friend of mine, Nico, who was uh, he was there. He he, uh, he did the Western States in 2019. So. Uh, I will for sure uh, ask him uh, some uh, advice. Or maybe he'll come and pace you. Yeah, what about get him to pace? Well, yeah, I have uh, I have another uh, another <laughs> friend of mine who's supposed to come and pace me. But yeah, so uh, I was really really happy. And in 2020, uh, after that, like just one week before the the, the pandemic has started, uh, I did a hundred mile in Chattanooga. Wow! Wow, you're lucky to get that in. Yeah, it was just like just one week. And I remember I was with uh, two of my uh, friends, uh, Guy and Alexandre. We were at the airport and we saw like the people wearing masks and we were like making fun of them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and uh, we were like at the brewery before the race and we were like tasting your beers in, the, in different glasses and we, we didn't care about that. Uh, some things that we cannot do anymore today. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty good race. And my... Um, I ran that race, like the first 40K I ran alone. And then I finished the race with my friend Alexandre for 120K. So we did the, the race together. So it was a good experience. Wow. We teamed up and uh, yeah, Very it wasn't cool. a, a qualifier, but it was a race uh, that was planned. And mm -hmm. after that, um, you know, I, I had a bit of lack of uh, like uh, getting my recuperation, uh, like uh, recovery about that race. Mm -hmm. Yeah, recovery. Yeah. And, um, well, the, the pandemic happened and uh, Western States was canceled in 2020. And uh, I didn't run much for uh, like almost six months. I started running back in January. I, I had a little bit of uh, health issues, which I think is more associated with like mental issues with the, the pandemic and the stress. Mm -hmm. And uh, But, uh, yeah, so uh, I was really hoping that I... I could uh, like uh, roll over my place to, to uh, 2022, which uh, which can happen. So uh, I need that extra one year just to get more into shape. And because uh, mm -hmm. you know, when you go to do Western States, you want to be at your best and uh, do your best. Yeah. So that one extra year will be, uh, you know, so by that time I will get the vaccine and uh, hopefully things will be a little more normal during the, during the race. I think all of the international participants in Western are very grateful for uh, the deferral to 2022 because trying to manage figuring out how to make that work in all of our lives would be very, very stressful. And yeah. I don't think anybody would have shown up and been ready to go, you no. know, would have been very, very stressful. Yeah. So I know I'm grateful for him. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure everyone's feeling the same way. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was it was a really classy move from Western States, and uh, yeah, you know they, they they really think about the the, the runner and 
not only if they can make their way into the race, but if they can train properly, uh, like into in there's some uh, lockdowns uh, in a few European countries right now. Yes. So um, I'm really uh, grateful that uh, that they, they are doing that. Now that you have your ticket to Western, and you don't have to think about getting races that you need tickets for, what is on your list now? Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with Western States. <laughs> Anything in Europe? No, not not, not um, like UTMB is not on my uh, to do list. Uh, uh, like I, I don't like races with uh, thousands of participants, mm-hmm. even though it's, it is very very scenic and it's uh, it's one of the biggest races out there. Uh, I like more like smaller races. Um, Mm-hmm. I have a race coming, uh, hopefully in uh, early July in uh, Quebec, which is the Quebec Mega Trail. Mm. Um, they used to have like 110k and uh, like a 50k, but this year they, uh, for the first time, they will have a hundred mile, mm. like uh, point A to point B, um, and it's pretty special because we will uh, start on uh, Friday, uh, July 2nd at uh, 10 p.m. Wow! Well, mm. I never experienced a race where uh, I you will run, run yeah. two two nights because I, I will probably finish like on the the, the Sunday morning. So uh, that's that's the the first race on my calendar. So I'm I'm training for it right now, and um, if it doesn't happen in July, because uh, right now we were like at just at the beginning of the third wave, so uh, we'll see if it uh, still remains in July. It will be postponed to um, mid-August, which is fine. It will give me a few uh, extra weeks of training. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also at the, at the fall, uh, in mid-October, I have a Bromont uh, Ultra, um, which uh, Fanny spoke about uh, that race. It's a hard race. Um, it will be my fifth attempt at Bromont. I have four DNF in a row. Uh, yeah. Just for various reasons, I had the injuries. Uh, last time uh, I did it was in uh, 2019. Uh, it was more like a problem with uh, eating and uh, mm-hmm. mental, uh, yeah. So <laughs> is it, is it, mental mental. It has nothing to do with the course. It's basically. Well, the course is hard. It's two loops of 50 miles and. Uh, it's hard because uh, there, there's some good climbs and when you switch you switch between climbs and like uh, like uh, pretty like rolling uh, terrain uh, with uh, some uh, like uh, it sounds like so, these other yeah. ones are harder these other ones that you did <laughs> sounds like zion's harder i know i know <laughs> that, uh, i don't know if, why i have a problem with it. i have like a love hate relationship with this race but it's, <laughs> it's such a cla- it's such a classic uh, here in quebec uh uh, big sense of community and it's during the falls so we have all the colors mm. um, I know the organizers very well well they know me very well because <laughs> I, I, I also the volunteers they call me with my, by my own name uh, but uh, yeah it's a uh, and it's not far it's like 90 minutes drive from here so it's it's uh, it's it's almost a tradition for me to go there and uh I will go there until I finish. So, uh, well, <laughs> it is time for me to finish this one. So hopefully uh, this fall. So um, I just registered for it. It's on uh, October 9th. Very nice. Uh, What's the cutoff uh, for this race? But it's it's uh, 35 hours or wow. 35 or 36. Yeah. Because wow. they, they use, it's two loop of uh, 50 miles. But uh, a few uh, years ago, 
like at the end of the loop, you were like at the 70, uh, 72K, you were doing a little 8K loop and back then to the start. And so it wasn't uh, ideal because, uh, you know, when you, you go four times at the, <laughs> like that, at the finish, so they, they change a bit the course. It's still a hard course, but it's a beautiful course and uh, it's very well organized. And also they are raising monies for like different, uh, different foundations. So mm. um, yeah, it's definitely a classic here in the province of Quebec. They, you have, come someday. they have a lot of bike races ar- around the same time, right? Is that not true? Yeah, they have bi- bike races. They have like uh, smaller distances. Well, normally, but th- this year they only, uh, they will only keep them. The ultra distances or the, the, the bigger distances, the, the other distances will be done uh, virtually, I think. Right. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's the race that uh, I want uh, I want to finish. I have other races that I DNF uh, twice, uh, Massanutan. I would like to go back there, Massanutan in Virginia. I it's, um, no, no, haven't heard of it. It's a rocky race. Uh, it's, uh, it's a really, it's, it's, it's like a low profile race. Uh, you know, you don't have like a app to follow athletes. It's mm-hmm. uh, they, they put, they put a tent a uh, little bit like Vermont. So, um, mm-hmm. it's more like a, yeah, gra- grassroots race. Uh, so, uh, I like it, but you know, when you DNF a race a couple of times, you, you want to, uh, you have an unfinished business. Absolutely. I've also <laughs> done. Yeah. Another race I DNF twice. Um, was I Lonesome, which is in um, Colorado. Mm. The first time I wasn't uh, like really well, pre- I didn't have like a proper acclimatation with uh, the uh, elevation. Um, second time I arrived a bit earlier, but it's such a, it's, it's a pretty tough race. Probably not as tough as our rock, but uh, you know, uh, you have some very, very, very big climb. You go uh, almost uh you go a little bit shy of 4,000 meters a couple of times during the race. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it's a beautiful race. It's, uh, it's very, very scenic and, um, very well organized. And right now, right now they have a lottery to, uh, and they have a very inclusive lottery because they, they give, uh, it's probably the 150 runners and they give 75 spot to men, 75 spot to women. So it's mm. more, nice. one of the most inclusive races out there. Wow. Very good. Interesting. So how are you, how do you train for elevation where you live? Do, what do you do specifically to prepare? You mean like for, uh, like getting vert or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Getting So, uh, there, there's, uh, in Rigo, there's that, that ski hill. So sometimes (laughs) I go, I do up, uh, up and down a ski hill or when I, I want some bigger hills, I go in Bromont because I have like a, a little more, a little more elevation. With all these races you've done, you seem to be doing three or four a year. Is that about right? Hundred miles, and not necessarily. Well, this year I have two that are planned. There, there was a few years when I, I did like two or three, and it's it's probably uh, it's a lot. So uh, what would be uh, I'm more reasonable right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I would say one or two a year would be better. Um, and Mega Trail is in this July. Yeah, it's uh, July coming in. in uh, it's in twelve weeks. And how do you so, feel uh, about that? Are you are you are you prepared? Are you how do you, are you fit? You gonna do this thing? 
yeah, well, uh, I need the uh, 12 weeks that are coming, <laughs> but uh, I, will, I will be, I will be fit. And they have like a, I think they have like a reasonable cutoff. It's like 30, 39 hours. Mm. It's like 6,000 meters of elevation gain. And there are, there are some technical parts and, uh, Funny fact about this race is um, th there was a bridge to cross a river, but uh, with uh, you know with the, the spring and the, the, the like the, the flood, the, the bridge uh, is gone. So yeah. they, they will do a kind, they will do kind of a rocky chucky uh, with the raft. Oh, so the the, uh, the nice. runners will go. Uh, so I will have like a rocky chucky experience before <laughs> Western States, very which nice. is very cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's it's good also for the Pacers because um, the, the first. Um, the the, first, the last 56k is a loop so the the the, the it's it's easy uh, logistic for a pacer i will have a pacer so you do 104 104k uh, like from point a to point b and then you do a last loop uh, in mont saint anne of uh, 50, 56k right so um, yeah that sounds fun it is well i've never done a, an ultra in quebec i've done adventure racing right. yeah you, sh you should come we have uh, good races and uh, uh the, the guy, the guy who puts on uh, Quebec Mega Trail, he's a really experienced race director. His name is Jean Fortier. Uh, so, he, uh, you know, when you sign up for his race, that it will be very, very well organized. Mm -hmm. so, so, out of the three, out of Mega, Bromont, or Huracana, you you recommend the Mega? I haven't run the the Mega Trail yet, so. Oh, uh, I see. Oh, okay. But my 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 art my art is with uh, Bromont Ultra. So I would say I would say Bromont Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Even though I I haven't finished it yet. This is the year. This is it. Yeah, this is the year, definitely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're, we're going to be watching. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> you may see us at this finish line <laughs> with a with a mic in your hand. Yeah. Hey, how to go out yeah, there? Post race interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to come back to uh, you know to give you some uh, update about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And some of these races, you're going over thirty hours. So any uh, sleep deprived? Do you see any things at night? That, Hallucination? Any critters? In your face? Yeah, well, sometimes I see no, but um, when I was doing uh, Orcas Island, there, there's another guy who saw Yoda. So I, I wish, I, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I wish, I, I wish I would have seen Yoda too, but uh, it didn't <laughs> happen. But uh, yeah, sometimes I get a little dizzy, so uh, I don't see like things moving, but I see like um, the wood, and I think it's a bear or uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's part of the game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a few uh, runners' friend who experienced uh, like some uh, pretty good hallucination. <laughs> I have friends who have done more than hundred, like two hundred miles, and uh, with like, the, the like days in days out of uh, sleep deprivation, they uh, take one of uh, one of our uh, one of our runner here in Quebec, Patrice Godin, who. Uh, which is a, a runner who uh, got me into uh, ultra running. I think he, he he saw Mickey Mouse sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> is the mouse is running right beside him. I would love to see that. <laughs> Jesus, that's funny. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Okay, oh, cool. well, thank you so much for your time today. It was really nice chatting with you. And, Thank you very uh, much. It was a good good experience for me. I really excellent. enjoyed the chat. Yes. And uh, hopefully next June we'll all be there. All the Canadians. Yeah, we'll, 
we'll be there and we'll have a pre-race party and a post-race party yeah. and and uh it's gonna be an amazing amazing time right absolutely Definitely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, meet you both uh, in real <laughs> absolutely absolutely well vincent we like to finish off with a few uh rapid fire questions just okay. so that our viewers can get I'm to ready. know you a little better if you're ready en français yes no no not oh, en yeah. français. <laughs> that, that would be a challenge for you guys <laughs> okay have you lost a toenail Yes, but uh, not not uh, in ultras and uh, when I, when I was doing triathlon in my really? Ironman. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is crazy! <laughs> How did that happen? Okay, that's another story. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, would you rather run in minus twenty or a long run on a treadmill? Minus twenty. Of yeah. course, you're a good Quebecer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Favorite French curse word. First word, you mean like uh, swearing? Yeah. En français. Uh, en français, swear, uh, calis. Calis. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Elliot. Elliot was a tabernacle. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, uh, I guess I'm original. Calis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it because you asked the question. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think the swear words in French are so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all like uh, words about church. Yes, That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer or wine? Oh, definitely beer. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I enjoy. I also enjoy occasionally a glass of wine, but uh, I really like beer. Drake or the weekend? Uh, Drake. Yeah. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> another yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another sport you'd like to excel in, other than running. I do a bit of uh, biking. Uh, I have like a gravel bike, but I don't do it for performance. Just uh, and I would like to do some, maybe some bike packing trips also. Uh, I like right. to just uh, go out with my bike and explore uh, like uh, new trails or yeah. Okay, and last question, uh, especially since we're all locked down and not traveling, where's the the first place you want to get on a plane and fly to? Other than Western states, not running related. Not running related. I'll probably go somewhere south. Uh, I've been to um, Martinique twice. Mm. So Very maybe nice. an island uh, south, just to the Caribbean, enjoy the beach, and the Caribbean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some <laughs> island in the Caribbean. Maybe another island, uh, Guadeloupe or uh, Dominique, or uh, yeah, something like that. Awesome. Another another French island. Yeah, French Island. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, some good, uh, good rum. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, well, merci beaucoup. Yes. Merci à vous deux. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, our plan is to um, connect everyone through Facebook at some point in the future, just so that everyone can meet and be more familiar, and then we can support each other through the next year. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's a really good idea. Great. Okay. Thank you good. again. <laughs> thank you very much. Well, you're the, you're our third person from Quebec. So. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> That's well, a talent. You should do a you should do a special series about uh, <laughs> just Quebec runners. runners in I, know. Quebec. I have a few friends. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great run tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Très bien.
<laughs> I'll say Vincent Gautier. Wow, he had uh, a lot of difficult races he choose or he chose for his Canadian Trail to Western States. He sure did. He likes punishment <laughs> by the sounds of it. <laughs> and he's very perseverant for heading back to Bromont for the fifth year. Fifth time, right. Get goodness. the monkey off his back. Hey, and he wants to try the other ones that he DNF too to keep going back That's to That's right. <laughs> Good for him. But he was definitely happy to finally oh, get into Western States. So happy. So happy. <laughs> he's he's happy that he doesn't have to keep looking for a ticket race anymore. That's right. Now he can just, okay, now what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Yes, exactly. That cool. was great. Nice to meet him and uh, we wish him well. And we'll see him hopefully next year. No, we will see him next year. At Western States start line. All right. Cheers. That was quite the marathon. Thanks for listening to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Please visit us at gotturunracing.com for more information on our events or simply drop us an email at gotturunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K. Gotta run!